Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Escape in Japan podcast, where this episode will be looking at one of Japan's most successful and well-known creations, the unstoppable, the dazzling global craze of anime. We will dissect this incredible art form, defining it, looking at its history, before discussing why it is people love anime so much. And yes, as ever, we will have our usual features of Word of the Week, Facts of Japan, Quiz Question, and of course, our shoutouts. But for now, sit back, relax, and let's talk about anime. So what exactly is anime? Well, that all depends on who you ask. Or more specifically, where you are. If you're in Japan, anime is a reference towards any form of animated art, similar to how Westerners would refer to the word animation. Outside of Japan, however, anime refers to a specific style of Japanese shows and movies, very often derived from Japanese comics, known as manga. This style also makes its way into video games, novels, action figures, and subsequently entire franchises. Anime is a global phenomenon. It is unique in the sense that it has extreme mass appeal. It is loved by young people, older people, whether you're male or female or non-binary, even if you're not typically somebody who is interested in Japanese culture. Some animes, such as Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z, took hold in many Western countries such as the UK and the US many years ago, meaning that even if you don't watch or like anime now, there's a good chance you did during your childhood without even realising. Believe it or not, the origins of anime can be traced all the way back to the 8th century. That's right, the 8th. The first recognised origins are an art form known as Emakimono. E-M-A-K-I-M-O-N-O, -O, Emakimono, which translates as picture scroll. This was essentially a horizontal scroll with pictures and narration. The art form this comes from is actually from Chinese culture, which predates this even further before the 8th century, but Emakimono was its first recognised usage in Japan. It wasn't until over a thousand years later in the year 1917, however, that the first professional and publicly displayed animated works began to appear. Animator Junichi Kochi, considered one of the founding fathers of anime, produced the oldest surviving work on June 30th, 1917, known as Namakura Gatana, although many further pieces were sadly lost in the 1923 Great Kanto Earthquake, which sadly claimed nearly 150,000 lives. Ten years on from this, in the mid-1930s, animation as an art form in Japan was thriving. The only problem for Japanese animators, however, is that the exact same level of success was happening with overseas animators too, including an organisation which I'm guessing you may have heard of, Disney. 
Due to this, domestically produced Japanese animation was rarely as popular as works put out by Disney, and therefore success didn't come quite so easy. It was actually thanks to the Japanese government that animation in Japan started to grow as they saw the value and quality of animation in producing short films and propaganda, thus investing heavily and employing people to animate on their behalf. It was in 1945 that the first feature-length anime film was released, known as Momotaro Secret Sailors, and this was commissioned by none other than the Japanese Imperial Navy. As time progressed through the 50s and 60s, Japanese creators started to simplify and adapt Disney's animation techniques in order to save costs and make production more straightforward. One of the main methods in doing so was to limit the amount of frames in each animation. Far from becoming a less attractive method of animating, this actually went on to define the recognizable feature of anime's stunted, slightly slower animation that we know today. The 1970s and 80s saw the introduction of manga, adapting anime from Japanese comics and graphic novels. This totally changed the landscape and allowed for far more identifiable, recognizable characters that the public began to know and love. This led to the emergence of legends such as Hayao Miyazaki. As anime continued to grow rapidly throughout Japan, other countries started to notice. Franchises like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Dragon Ball Z suddenly became wildly popular overnight, before something happened in 2003 which would change anime forever. That something was a film known as Spirited Away. Written by Miyazaki himself, this film is what would help to bring anime to a wider global audience. Not only did it make almost 400 million US dollars, but it also won a whole host of awards. Perhaps most impressively out of those was an Oscar. And it is still to this day the only hand-drawn and also non-English language film to win Best Animated Feature. So why do people love anime so much? It would be short-sighted and quite frankly inaccurate to compare anime to Western-style comics and cartoons, but of course there is some relevance. Animated art in general can stretch the boundaries and logic of human existence. It can create characters beyond our imagination, both visually and physically. But with anime specifically, there is something a little different. Loving anime is quite far removed from loving a Western cartoon. For example, one popular non-anime Western cartoon is the well-known Rick and Morty. It's an intelligent, intricate, sometimes humorous show about science. It's entertaining, thrilling, and can sometimes be emotional. But even a show this well-written and compelling cannot be compared to anime. Anime deals with themes beyond the usual tropes of science fiction, fantasy, comedy, and action. Because the visual aspects of the characters are not human, these creations embed themselves in our minds in such a different way to generic actors or characters from real-life TV shows and films. We romanticize the characters and allow ourselves to be totally consumed to the scenario we are watching. This brings us on to the next reason why anime is so popular. 
it's not just about the characters, but the world in which they live. Take the popular films of Howl's Moving Castle, My Neighbor Totoro, or of course, Spirited Away. The scenery and surroundings are so far beyond anything our minds can imagine, these films act as an escape. We allow ourselves to become totally immersed and consumed by what we're watching, forgetting for an hour or two that our world even exists at all. For those who perhaps have struggles in our daily life, be it a problem at school or at work, or in our family or personal relationships, watching anime can be a blissful and totally relaxing escape from the trials and tribulations of modern day life. All anime is not equal, of course. Just because something is made in the style of anime does not automatically make it interesting or even worth watching, but it is absolutely the case that anime as a whole is a totally different product to Western cartoons. From bright, lurid, flashing imagery to distinct facial features of human and non-human characters, the style of anime is instantly recognisable. And once you've seen it, it's something that will stay in your mind forever. We're now going to take a quick look at some of the most popular anime works in modern times. Seeing as there are so many and there are so many different tastes, I'm bound to have missed out some of your favourites. If that is the case, please do message me on the Escape in Japan Instagram page to let me know and I'll shout some out in the next episode. First up, it's Pokemon. Satoshi Tajiri's creation, the combination of the words Pocket Monster, took the world by storm through its cards, video games, in particular on the Nintendo Game Boy, then of course the anime TV show and indeed the movies. It swept Japan, then the US and the UK, and then the entire planet. Next is one we've already mentioned, of course, Spirited Away. The tale of a girl trying to reunite with her parents in a land beyond anyone's imagination. Heartbreaking, stunning, jaw-dropping. Anime is sometimes not for everyone. But whoever you are, whatever your life is like, whatever job you do or whichever age you are, I urge you to watch Spirited Away as soon as you can. It will leave an impression on you that you will be unable to forget. Next, the Demon Slayer series is one of the most popular anime series ever created. And in fact, the 2020 film Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba is actually Japan's highest grossing film of all time. Not just animated film, but highest grossing film full stop. Other honourable mentions for anime you should definitely check out are My Neighbor Totoro, One Piece, Naruto, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Attack on Titan, and of course, Death Note and Howl's Moving Castle. Now it's time for Word of the Week and Facts of Japan. Word of the Week this week, as it's currently two days until Christmas Day, Word of the Week is Oriwai. That's O-R-I. W-A-I, Oruwai. It means, quite simply, celebration. Oruwai, celebration. This week, we're going to keep all the facts of Japan within the anime theme. 
So here's three quickfire facts about anime you may not have known before. First up, in Japan, it's extremely common to find manga, otherwise known as a comic, just lying around in public. It's perfectly normal once you're finished with a piece of manga to just leave it out in the open for someone else to pick up, take home, and enjoy. Second, the critically acclaimed anime movie Akira was such an intense technical achievement that not only did it consist of over 2,200 shots and 160,000 individual pictures, which, by the way, is about three times the average anime movie, but Akira also required something incredible. For this film, 50 new colours were invented. 50 new colours. I can't even think of 50 colours that exist already, so where they got 50 new ones from, I've got no idea. And finally, the anime series Space Brothers actually had one portion of an episode recorded in space. In the 31st episode of Space Brothers, Japanese astronaut Akihiko Hoshide made a guest appearance and recorded his section from the International Space Station, Galactic. Well done to those who got last episode's quiz question correct. The answer to how many members does the Yakuza have today, it was of course 26,000. Well done to Kishan, Shawnee, and of course Donnie in Colombia, who were the first to get those answers correct. Also a huge shout out to Shokran, who listens in Manchester in the UK and has a fantastic passion for Japan. Also Maria from Colombia, who's a big fan of the podcast. And of course, the lovely Teague from New Zealand, who is the biggest anime fan I know. For your chance to get a shout out in the next episode, just answer this question correctly. Pokemon is a combination of two words. What are they? Again, that's Pokemon is a combination of two words. What are they? I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and hopefully you learned something new because I certainly learned a lot making this. Tune in for the next episode where we'll be taking a look at what it's like to be a member of the LGBT plus community in Japan. See you then. Arigatou gozaimasu.